marking 130 years since Aotearoa became the first self-governing country to give women the right to vote, a large-scale artwork has been launched in Tamaki Makoto. Liberty, Herekoretanga, by artist Wendy Hanna, is a camellia chandelier made from 31,872 recycled bottles, each one representing a signature on the petitions presented to Parliament in the 1890s. Wendy, a painter of 15 years who specialises in light and colour, travelled around the Motu visiting schools and running workshops to make the camellias. I spoke to her earlier about the project that's been five years in the making and how the launch went. It was just fabulous. Like so many people, like probably about 300 people turned up to, and it was amazing. Like we had um, 55 children from Wakaranga School. They did a, uh, a, their kapahaka group. And we had um, Taisha Tardi. She was, she did the opening for the Women's World Cup. Like she's this amazing singer. So she did a song, Karanga. So instead of doing a porphyry, she just sang the song Karanga. Mm. It's called Call From My Heart and just the most amazing, it, and just got this amazing voice and it was just the perfect opening for the, um, for the installation. We've got some of the photos of the installation on our website now so listeners can go see that. But it, the way I would describe it is like a, a waterfall and, mm. and it sort of reminded me of jellyfish almost like 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 a with the separate pieces but it but they're just sort of like falling camellias the installation is sort of displayed on sort of stylized leaf patterns that have a diacrylic film on them so i'm a lighter i'm a color and light artist so the the diacrylic film is is playing with natural light and you get these amazing prisms and the collide like a kaleidoscope effect um, because the the vent where it, it sits in Botany Town Centre, and it's in um, an atrium area. There's like three um, light atriums in the ceiling, and then windows right along the the side of it. And so the light comes in, and depending on what time of the day that you're there, the light just sh- comes in and shines in different directions and puts all these shimmering lights through it. But also in the space there's some fans just on the on the on the top and it's just gentle but it makes the um the uh, the camellia things move and they twinkle. There's a narrative that goes alongside it which is you know about the importance of plastic in the sea as well. So there's two narratives. There's a narrative of you know um celebrating women and the suffrage movement and and you know just how our achievements as women, but also alongside that we have this narrative of um um, the importance of um, our environment as well. And so the, all the camellias are made out of recycled bottles. More than 31,000 recycled bottles. How on earth did you get that many? How did you go about collecting that many bottles? Yeah, well, so we went around, we visited all the sco- a lot of the schools um, in New Zealand, right, right throughout New Zealand. And the children, so we were teaching them recycling as well. So the children would bring the bottles in um, that they would normally recycle at home and bring them into our workshops and then they would make a camellia flower from them. To try and get 31,872 flowers made, we, um, so Vizzy, they, um, they had some, they supplied some bottles to us that were, uh, that had already been recycled so the children could see that this, these bottles had been recycled. Mm. Um, the reason that they gave them to them is because they fell off the pallets, so they couldn't, re- right. you know what I mean? They couldn't recycle them. So that was 
brilliant for us. And then also right at the end, we just we we ran out as well. And so we went. I went down to our local cafes, um, Aratai down in Huffman Bay, and the another local cafe, and they gave us their milk bottles, and that's how we got the white bottles through the Ah, the I see. I did see some of the white, because the, the what you're making the camellias out of is effectively the bottom of these Coke and the lemonade, Coke bottles, yeah, Coke yeah, and lemonade Coke, bottles, isn't yeah, it? The bottom yeah, they, of those. So where you've got that kind of pattern and turning that into the camellia, and it's the... 31,000 plus two represent the number of signatures that demanded that women be given the right to vote. Why did you decide this would be the way that you would mark the anniversary, the 130th anniversary of the suffrage movement? Well, uh, um, the camellia is really important. So it was the camellia that was, which was the most important thing because it's the symbol of the um, the suffrage movement. So in eight, um, 1893, um, every person that signed the petition, the woman would give them a white camellia and they would wear it on their lapel. And then they found that there was all these women, you know, that had them. So people were asking, why Why have you got the camellia? And then we'd say, you know, they'd say, oh, it's because we've signed this petition. And so what it did was it, it was showing how much ground the movement was making at the time because it was um, around this time. And, and like now, if you look around... These camellia bushes are just flourishing right now. And so, yeah, so every sort of, yeah, September, these beautiful camellias come out, and the white camellias specifically, just so, so beautiful. So we started in when it was the 125th anniversary, <laughs> yeah. and we finished it in five years' time because we had all, you know, COVID, you know, everything, and and, and it was be- and it made it more beautiful because it was it morphed as, you know, like you, you would mention that that was... You know, it was a lot smaller, and then it grew, and then, um, and then, yeah, and then we got so many more people involved, and we got community, we did community workshops as well. And over the five years, you and a group of your girlfriends effectively travelled up and down the country to was it forty one schools? Yes, yeah, yeah. So you were getting going to classrooms, you were educating, you were making the camellias, but also educating the children about what the suffrage movement was and, you know, what happened back in the 1890s. Yes, yeah. And we also, like, a lot of um, children came to us and said, oh, I've just been home. I was talking to my mum or talking to their parents, and then they would come with these beautiful stories. So they'd share their beautiful stories with us and tell us about their, you know, that their um, their people. And, oh, my auntie was the, you know, did this. We met uh, one of the girls, her great... Her husband's great-grandmother, she put the petition together in Dunedin, and that was one of the biggest ones, the Broad family. And so it was just this amazing thing where all these, you know, the connections to all these people, and it was it it became, just beautiful. It, it became like a catalyst to find out these stories that you wouldn't have otherwise known. Yes, yeah, and sharing them with everybody, was it was just the most beautiful thing, you know. What was the reaction of the children when they were making these camellias and learning about the suffrage movement and also the sustainability side of it, you know, the the, the idea of responsible consumption and reducing waste? What was what was that like working with the children? Yeah, so the so the camellias, when we started um, making the camellias, we were just using just the bottom of the bottle. We would cut that off and then we... Like after a workshop, we had masses of bottles. The three-quarter part of the bottle was left. But then what happened was every now and again when the child had made a camellia and, you know, and um, the 
you know, at the beginning we'd said that you'd gift it to the Camellia Project for this, you know, for our installation. Some little kids said, no, I don't want to give you my, I want to take it home, my flower, I want to get, take it to my <laughs> mummy. <laughs> Take it home to mummy, and well, well you can't go. You know, from, well, you sorry, know. this is for my project. Well, the, the teachers, the teachers were coming up and saying, "No, no, you've got." And I was like, "No, no, you've got to let her take it home. That's you know, we can't. You know, that's you know, that's just part of it." And then, um, so then we came up with this idea that so we came up with say, "Okay, if you make us a camellia and gift it to the camellia project." What we're going to do is we're going to... So you're going to take this three quarters of the bottle and we're going to cut a spiral in it and it's a slinky and we're going to let you take that home to show your mum. <laughs> and then and then not only that, it was a beautiful thing because it recycled the, the three-quarter part of it and um, and then the children could go home and, we, and they knew that they could go and put it in their recycle bin. Mm, mm. And, you know, so it was a lovely thing. So you're creating art and plus you're teaching them to recycle, go home and recycle and put it in their bin. It was interesting, you know, like um, the girls were really amazing because they, you know, like right over this five-year period, we've had a massive, you know, there's like even with Parliament, there's like so many women, there's more than 50% of the women are... Um, I mean, the parliamentarian's a, a woman. And so, you know, right through that five-year period, we've been, the women of New Zealand have been taking on these amazing roles in society, you know, like, and and so these girls that, you know, they were, you know, they were talking about, uh, you know, they were talk about Kate Shepherd, and then there were, um, and then there were Māori um, suffragettes, Meditetai Mangakahia, and um, Akanehe Tumawana, well, they were um, they were um, rallying up for both um, movements. They were trying to get um, women the vote in Te Kotahitanga, which is Māori Parliament, and then also for the you know like your normal um, petition for mm. the votes, mm. uh, the suffrage movement. These children were learning all about this, and um, and it was sort of giving them a permission to stand up for themselves and and, and achieve amazing things. But not only that. The boys were amazing, right? Because they say, why did they treat them like that? You know, like, and, and that was just so lovely that these young children were like, but why was that? And they said, well, that was just the way society was mm. at the time. And, mm. you know, and it's, um, and it just, you know, it takes change. People just need to sort of think about what that, what that means. And, you know, and, and, and that's why, you know, these suffrage women were trying to stick up for themselves and, you know, and make change. How did you come up with the idea to begin with? Well, it was a dream. Yeah, it came as a dream, really. I did apply for a proposal for the um, the 2018, uh, the 125th anniversary, and, and that didn't happen, but I was researching, researching, researching. And then um, my proposal wasn't accepted, so my mum was there at the time, and I said, oh, I didn't get that proposal and she said well is that it then <laughs> and I said no I really want to make it and she said well make it happen you know see how far you can go yeah and it was just um you know it was pretty upsetting because I lost my mum 16 months ago so she never oh, got sorry, to see it to, yeah so she never got to see it to fruition well she does I know that she's with us and you know there's just huge part of her here but um um and so that was so then I did I just kept working through it and um so I I was very lucky that I my art 
um, my um, painting, my I make these sculptural X paintings with and resin them, you know, and that that's sort of a cultural reference to a tuku tuku pattern. So they were really they're really popular, and so that would allowed me to um, to have enough money to finance the whole thing because I didn't use funding just until this last part of it where. Um, Tatui Arts and Botany Town Centre, they funded and they just made it happen. Otherwise it wouldn't have been possible. And just amazing, you know, it was incredible. So this installation will hang in Botany Town Centre, this is in East Tamaki Makoto, for a year. And yes. then is the plan to travel it around the country? Yes, yeah, because all the schools that were involved in it, I really would love them to see their work you know, up in a gallery or in, in some sort of space in the area. But because the work's so big, we can, you know, even if there's smaller galleries, we can put four leaves in one. There's 14 leaves in um, total. So we can take four leaves and six leaves and four mm. leaves and we can put them into quite small spaces mm. or we can mm. make it as a big space. I mm. suppose also because it's been five years in the making, a lot of those children would have grown up as well. So those maybe that worked on it when they were five years old, they'd be 10 by now and yes. they'd get to see it. Yes, and we, you know, yeah, and there were, there were um, like, we worked with colleges as well, so those people are in the workforce now, you know, like, it, it just would be so lovely to, you know, for them to see their work and, and what it turned out, you know, how it turned out. That was artist Wendy Hanna, and Liberty Herakoratanga will be displayed at the Pavilion at Botany Town Centre in East Auckland until September 2024.